Hallelujah. That is true. You know, the, the things of God are, are fun. They're not, they're not hard. Jesus said that my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Praise God. Amen. Following God is the best decision you've yes. ever made yes. in your life. And if you've not made that decision, well, you can make it today. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And, and just like that, in one decision, your whole life can change. Does that mean all the circumstances in your life change? No, but you'll have something with you. You'll have God with you. And that changes everything. It changes everything. I I still remember the day I received Jesus as my Lord. I was 18, and I remember it like it was yesterday, Mm -hmm. which it wasn't yesterday. (laughs) But... um, I remember it because when I received Jesus as my Lord, and what do I mean by that? I mean that I asked Jesus in a prayer to be the Lord of my life. I asked him, I said, Jesus, please come be a part of my life. Come live with me. And he did. And when I walked out of that service, it was a, a, a service that evening, when I walked out of that service, Everything on the inside was changed. Yes. There was peace there. There was, there was a freedom and a joy that I couldn't even at that point explain. Yeah. Amen. But it had changed my life. And it changed me for the rest of my life. Amen. And I've never gotten over that. Have you gotten over it? Because uh, that, that should never be the case, where Amen. that was just something that happened, you know, uh, a decade or two or three ago and you know you you just you know it, and now this church is just something you do you just go once in a while and and it, you know you read your bible once in a while no 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 he wants to be a part of your life forever <laughs> forever to the, to the point that when we actually leave this earth you understand it, you know if if we live long enough eventually uh, we will our, our bodies will give out <laughs> and, and our bodies will stop working on this earth and we will leave this earth. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you've received Jesus as your Lord, you get to move to heaven. Yes. <laughs> it's wonderful. But when, when we go to heaven, it shouldn't be a shock. What do I mean? Heaven is full of God. It is full of his presence. It is full of his joy. It is full of his freedom. It, I mean, the, there is no like sun like we have here. He is the light. You understand that? He is the light in heaven. And it shouldn't be a shocker when we get there. Why? Because we should be living part of heaven on earth. Amen. We should be having part of heaven here on earth. We should be living in his presence, with his goodness on the inside of us, aware of who he is. Amen? Is everybody doing okay? I know some of you are still still, still sizing us up, seeing if you like us or not. Let me just let you know you like us, okay? (laughs) We're not going to bite. We're not going to hurt. You know, we're we're not going to get down and heavy on you. We're just here to enjoy God. Amen. We're, we're here to tell you about how good he is, yes. because he is. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. He's so, good. So, so just come along with me and uh, 
notify your face that you're glad you're here. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, then. Would you turn with me to Luke this morning? Hallelujah. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. Well, let's start with verse 8. It says this, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with what? They were filled with fear. You can hardly blame them. It's probably not a usual occurrence when you're out and about to have an angel show up, right? Mm -hmm. And the angel said to them, I love this, the first thing the angel said was, fear not. We don't have to be afraid of the things of God. That's right. Amen. <laughs> we don't have to be afraid to step into what God has for us. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news, good news. of great joy that will be for all people. Amen. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You understand you don't normally see babies lying in mangers. <laughs> this was an unusual occurrence, yes. uh, even for shepherds who, uh, who are used to animals and mangers yes. and, and stables. Um, you, you'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is well pleased. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. What an amazing portion <laughs> of Scripture where the shepherds get notified by the angel. An angel shows up and tells them, the, the baby's born, this is where you're going to find him, this is what he's going to look like, and this is who he is. Mm -hmm. But for me, the thing that rings true, and I know we looked at this verse a little bit last week, but that verse 10, where the angel says, I bring you good news mm -hmm. of great joy, and it will be for all people. Mm -hmm. God's news. Mm -hmm. Everything we find in this book Amen. 
is good news. It's good news of great joy. Great joy. Great joy. Jesus wants us to enjoy his joy. He wants us to live full of his joy. He wants us to understand that great joy isn't just for when we get to heaven, like we were talking about, but we can have great joy right now. And that great joy isn't just for you. It's not just for me. It's for all people. (laughs) It's for all people. But all people are never going to hear about it. They're not going to find out about it if we don't get ourselves full of joy. That's right. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is contagious. It's recognizable. When you show up and you are full of God... When you walk into a room, it should change things. People should notice something about you. People should see something different because God lives in you. That's right. He does live in you, you understand. If you've received him as your Lord, he's in you. He's part of you. And therefore, there is joy in you. Yes. Amen. I've heard in... in, uh, you know, in my days and different things or seen written down where someone will say, Lord, give us joy. When they're praying, give us joy. Guess what? He already did. (laughs) He did. He gave us the new birth. He gave us his life. His joy is in us. Yes. Praise God. Let's turn to John 15. John 15, verse 11, it's Jesus speaking to the, to the ones that he was ministering to at that time. <laughs> he said this, John 15, verse 11. He said, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be, What? in you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. full. Amen. Did Jesus really say that? Yes. (laughs) Do you understand that his joy lives in you? Yes. If you've received him as our Lord, his joy is in you. And your joy, because his joy is there, your joy can be full. Praise the Lord. Because his joy is in you, your joy can be full. But we need to learn how to tap into that joy. That's right. We need to not ask God for more joy. He's already given us the joy. We need to learn to tap into the joy that he's given us. Praise God. Drawing out the joy, Mm -hmm. living in that joy. Mm -hmm. Praise God. This is not hard. Right. It's not, um, 
it's not to be foreign to us, his joy. In Romans 14, it tells us that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. His kingdom is righteousness. His kingdom is peace. His kingdom is joy. In His kingdom, there's a flow of joy. Yeah, amen. There's a flow. And so our job as believers is to learn how to live in that flow. Yes. Live in His kingdom, the kingdom of God. Learning and moving with Him. Praise God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. Jesus said a lot about the kingdom of God. He did. He, he, told, he would say things like, the kingdom of God is like, right? The kingdom of God is like this. It's, it's like that. He was trying to describe to people that weren't yet born again, that didn't have God on the inside of them, what they could operate in once Jesus paid the price for them. Yeah. And part of the package of, as a Christian is the joy of the Lord. Glory to God. Something that we can live in. Something that we can move in and operate in. Yeah. Now, my husband was just telling you that we uh, took a very impromptu trip last week. Um, and we were at the, the beach, pool slash beach, back and forth. And my husband... He, he was correct when he says he likes to do nothing. <laughs> he fi finds a chair in the shade <laughs> and literally likes to sit there and just read his Bible or pray. And, and, um, but for me, I like to get in the water. And so at one point I said, I'm going to go in the pool. And he said, okay, I'll come with you. And he got as far as, uh, you know, they had... Uh, like a little kitty wait, waiting area where, you know, you go, go for a few, there's only about six inches of water there. And he stepped in and he was like, oh, and he stepped right back out. It really wasn't cold. I mean, it was 80 degrees. It was not cold. <laughs> but, but that's as far as he went. Stepped in, stepped out. Me, it took me a minute because, you know, Getting the water is a different temperature most of the time than what the air is, and it took me a minute, but I got myself into the water. I kept stepping forward, stepping forward, going down the steps, and, and I finally got to the point where I was swimming. What? Submerged in the water. You understand, in the water, it's a different realm. You, you feel, your body feels different. There's, um, there's still, like when, when we're out here uh, on the land, we have the effects of gravity in a big way, right? Yeah. I mean, if I dropped these, which I do quite often, <laughs> these glasses, what are they going to do? They're immediately going to fall. But in the water, things are different. Gravity still has an effect. But it takes longer. It's different. Things work different in the water than they do on the land. 
And what Jesus was trying to tell us, telling us about the kingdom of God, was, guys, when, when I go away, uh, it's going to be better for you because I'm going to be able to live in you through the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be with you, and my joy is going to be in you. You're going to have the kingdom of God in you. And here's the thing. It's like being in the water instead of on the land. Yeah. As a Christian, we can, we can be submersed in a kingdom of God. Amen. We can walk and enjoy life in a way that's different than people that don't know him. We can be in the water while other people are on the land. Does that make sense yes. to you? We can be fully enjoying and experiencing the things of God. Joy, peace, mm -hmm. freedom Amen. from yes. all kinds of mental torment yes. and problems and circumstances. We can get through things. Jesus told us, in the world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have tribulation. Yes. But be of good cheer, he said. I have overcome the world. He was trying to let us know there's a better way to operate this thing called the kingdom of God where we can live and operate in joy. Yes. Above our problems, above our circumstances, we can be swimming instead of sitting on the land. We can be enjoying a whole different realm mm -hmm. than other people are. Mm -hmm. But I told you, my husband, he didn't, he didn't want to get in that water. He just stepped in and stepped out. And for a lot of Christians, that's, that's what they do with the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. They step in, they receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, say, oh, thank you, Lord, I'm saved. And then they step back out and they live just like everybody else in the world, never knowing about, never learning about, never tapping into the joy, the peace, His goodness, yeah. all that His Word tells us. Yeah. And it might not be their fault, they might not know. When my husband first got saved, no one ever told him he was raised Jewish. No one told him he was supposed to go to church after that. <laughs> so he got saved, and he had some friends that were Christians, but no one ever, I mean, it took, what, a year or so? Two years before he actually started going to church. I mean, he, he would go to Bible studies and try to learn things on his own and, and do things, but, but it wasn't until he started going to church and, 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 you know, was sitting under a pastor where he started to actually learn about this kingdom that he was supposed to be living and operating in. So my point this morning is that there is a kingdom of God that we have to choose to operate in. We have to choose to walk in. And part of his kingdom is joy. Such a big part of his kingdom that the angels told the shepherds about it when they told them about Jesus' birth. The first thing they said was, we have good news of great joy. Yes. It was a hallmark 
of what his kingdom was like. Great joy. Great joy. Great joy. This is part, and the angels were so excited. Do you understand? They had been waiting for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> For this moment to come when Jesus would be born and a Savior would come so that we could receive Christ. It, they, they were overflowing yeah. so much so that one angel showing up to deliver the message wasn't enough. The whole host, the multitude wanted to show up. Me too. Me too. Let me come. I want to come. I want to be a part. I want to be there when you tell the shepherds. I want to be there. The whole sky lit up. Yeah. They wow. all showed up to say, great joy, great joy, there's great joy. Jesus is coming and it's going to have great joy attached to this. You want to be in on it. Can you I, just imagine yeah. that sight? Mm. Praise the Lord. Now Mary, when she met up with the angel, the angel told her, you're going to have a baby. And she said, how's this going to be? How's this going to work? I don't know. I'm not married yet. <laughs> not too sure how this is supposed to happen. And the angel tells her how things are going to work, what's going to happen. And she says, okay. Be it unto me, as you've said. Praise the Lord. And then the next thing she does is she goes to see Elizabeth, who also was pregnant. She was older, and she hadn't yet been able to, to uh, carry a baby, but she miraculously had conceived. And Mary shows up. And let's look at what happens when she gets there. Praise the Lord. So, we'll just flip back one chapter, Luke chapter 1. In verse 39, everybody doing okay? Luke 1, verse 39, it says, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town of Judah. She entered the house of Zechariah, greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry. She wasn't crying for sadness. She wasn't crying uh, in pain. She was crying, a loud cry. She was saying something loud, rejoicing, a loud cry. She said, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. You understand, Mary wasn't showing, uh, showing that she was pregnant by this point. She went straight from hearing the, the angel to Elizabeth. What, how did Elizabeth know that she was filled with the Spirit? The Spirit came upon her. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Wow. 
Praise the Lord. The baby in my womb leaped for joy. Even babies can uh, respond to the joy of the Lord. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And then Mary said this. This is what we sang about a little bit earlier. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. What does Mary do? She starts responding to what God has shown her and what God has done for her. She responds with joy. She responds with praise. She responds with rejoicing. How do you draw the joy that's in you out? You use your mouth and you respond with rejoicing, praising, with expressions of joy. You might cry aloud. Right? Cry aloud. Blessed! Blessed! Praise God for what He's done. Why do we get loud sometimes in here? Because we are doing what the Bible has told us to do. We are rejoicing and responding to all that He's put on the inside of us. And as we do, God's power moves from on the inside to the outside. It starts changing things. It starts moving for us in, in, in power and might in areas that we couldn't take care of ourselves. Right. His joy is a force. It's a powerhouse. And he put it on the inside of us for our use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. We aren't going to take time this morning to look at all the scriptures that God has put in the New Testament about joy. Because there's so many. There are so many. You can't read any one of the books of the New Testament without hearing or seeing something about rejoicing, Mm -hmm. praising, Mm -hmm. about responding with joy. Our job as a Christian, to operate in the kingdom of God instead of the kingdom of this world is to learn how to respond with joy in any situation. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us we're to rejoice always. We're to praise and pray without ceasing. Praise God. We're to give thanks mm-hmm. Amen. in all things. At all times. Amen. Good news. Great joy. The good news is the great joy is in you. <laughs> Today, the great joy is in you. Why don't, can, can we just try to say, everyone out loud, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Can we do it one more time? Praise Praise the Lord. Lord. Did it hurt anybody? (laughs) 
<laughs> Did it bother anybody? No. You might say, well, I felt a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, no one's actually looking at you right. or, or trying to hear if you responded. But these responses, praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for He has done great things for me. And holy is His name. Mighty, mighty things. I promise you, if you'll get started, even if it's just, praise the Lord. Can we try it one more time? Praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Doesn't hurt, does it? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. If we'll get in the practice of responding with joy, responding with praise, it will start to affect every part of you. It will affect your physical body. It will affect uh, the way you think. It will affect everything around you. But you have to do it. In order to have the effects of the pool, you have to get in. Praise the Lord. I like to go swimming. You know, I forgot that I liked swimming so much. I forgot. I came out after the third day and I said, we need to get us one of these. Probably not here in Colorado. But, uh, <laughs> but why? You know, they, they say with exercise, and I'm, I'm going to close here soon. I'm not going to go forever. But they say for when you're exercising that the swimming pool is one of the best places to exercise. Why? Because... The water allows you to not be hard on your joints. Yeah. I'll, I'll go running from time to time now, outside, but every time you do, you've got the effect of gravity, right? Yeah. Pounding. You've got all, all your weight, praise the Lord, however much it is, pounding on all your joints. Yes. But when you start to get in the water, you can have the same benefit of exercise without all the pounding. Right. God provided us a kingdom of joy. Yes. And if we'll get in, and if we'll live there, and swim there, mm -hmm. stay there, we can go through life and have all the benefits of this natural life without the pounding that the enemy brings to everyone who lives in the natural realm. Right. Does that make sense? Let's get in the pool. Let's get in the kingdom of God and stay there. Let's get in joy mm -hmm. by bringing it out with our mouth mm -hmm. and enjoy his presence, not just on Christmas, but every day of our life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, why don't you stand to your feet this morning? Jesus loves every one of you. Praise God. He wants the best for you. He wants you to live the life that's full. <laughs>
But it's our choice to get there. It's our choice to stay there. Can we do that? Yes. Praise the Lord. Father, we're so grateful this morning for your goodness and your mercy. We're so thankful for Jesus and all that he's provided for us. Lord, thank you for your joy. Thank you that it lives on the inside of us. Thank you for teaching us and helping us to stay in your joy. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us so that we could live there. We're so grateful for it this morning. And everyone said, amen. amen. Praise God. Amen. You are dismissed. Please join us in the back for some